Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the final session of this series regarding employment concerns for 2023 from the employee perspective, candidate perspectives, and of course, from HR and employer perspectives. What I want to talk about in this final session is, you know, your HR roadmap. What the heck does that look like? Probably looks like a a crisscross, cross thatch (laughs) wicker basket, Ms. Wendy, and aloha, by the way. Yeah, it's probably just as confusing as it was the past couple years. Um, let's think about it. Like the past couple years, we're like, are we hiring? Are we firing? Are we laying off? Are we hiring? Are we growing? Are we shrinking? What's going on? And then it was like, oh, we're hiring. Oh, wait, everybody already has jobs. We don't, we don't, we don't have anyone to hire because everybody's elsewhere. So 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023 is going to be just as confusing up, down, up, down. Um, my biggest advice to those that are listening today, um, which are mostly HR people or folks that are, list- are, are acting as HR, is you need to delegate as much as possible to your managers and your hiring managers, which means you need to train them because you're going to be still continuing to be busy with everything else that's going on in the HR world. It's a little daunting. You know, um, I've got a list of trends here for 2023. To help out with the roadmap, if you desire. You ready for that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we've got a list of the nine future work trends. This is from Gartner.com. Feel free to go there to check out the entire article. This is just a high-level look over. So silent hiring is going to be very big in 2023. I guess uh, not talking to people when you hire them or something. I don't know. What, <laughs> Wendy, before I continue, what what the heck is silent hiring? What is that? Uh, they're calling they're calling it like quiet hiring, you know, just like the the quiet resignation or something like that. And it's really uh, a I, I, this is what I think it is. It's about um, promoting people internally, but maybe not really giving them the title, just giving them more skills or more duties that they have to do, um, or saying, okay. We are going to, we need more, I'll just make up a, a more supervisor. Sure. So we're going to move people from, from, um, their, their role as a contributor to a supervisor, but we're not going to back, backfill their space. Oh. So that could be a problem. So it's stretching people. It's stretching them out. Um, I don't know, JC, are you stretched? I think I'm stretched far enough. Yeah, no, I'm good right now. I really don't stretch like I used to. I know my feet are <laughs> down there. I just can't get to them like I used to, though, as well. You know, so silent hiring. And next up here is flexibility. Flexibility in hybrid forms, reaching the front lines of your workforce. Uh, the third one of the list is managers require assistance in balancing leader and employee expectations. So it might be a little bit more of a call there for training. 
uh, to a certain Absolutely. Degree. You know, you can't just move somebody into a supervisor, a team lead, a management uh, management position and go, oh, by magic, you're going to come back to the next day and you're going to know everything that you need to know about managing. It's hard. Managing other human beings is hard and yeah. it requires training and it requires coaching and it requires assistance and it requires uh, you to tell your employees, hey, these are the forms we use. Here's the process that we use. And uh, here are the people you can go to for help instead of going, oh, you're a manager. Manager, you're going to come back tomorrow and you know everything, right? You know what's going to happen with that person, that manager, they're walking out the door because they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, this is not worth $10,000 raise. I'm out of here. Or they're, and many people may say, okay, I just took this position as a manager because it was more money, but I want to go back to my other position. I have seen uh, most people that say, I want to go back to my other position. They go back to their other position at a different company because now they're embarrassed. Oh, <laughs> Never a good look, not a good time, but it's, it's going to work. Job hopping works nowadays. I'm not a fan, though. I'm not a fan of the hopping, <laughs> but so be it. Hey, uh, the next on the list is the pursuit of unconventional candidates expands through your talent pipelines. What, what does that yeah. one mean, the unconventional candidate? So what we were kind of talking about earlier about, you know, maybe experience versus degree, that could be one thing. It could also be part-timers. It could be independent contractors. It could be gig workers. Ooh, retirees coming out of retirement. it could be retirees. It could also be since we're since, since many companies, not all, but many companies are in the remote workforce. Um, it could be, you know, employees from other countries even. And so now you have time zone issues, maybe uh, language issues as well. And then uh, overall cultural issues and laws that you not, you probably don't even know the, all the laws that are in the United States. So now you got to no- learn laws of, of other countries. So be careful with that one, but definitely look into non-traditional candidates. Candidates. Non-traditional candidates like the UPS or FedEx driver. They're amazing at customer service. You need someone in charge of your customer service team. So you recruit them on the spot after you've seen them for 10 years in a row. Oh, my gosh. That would, that would be absolutely fine. But you better be able to meet their compensation and their benefits because <laughs> those two companies that you named are big, big companies. And they do have um, good benefits big and, and uh, pretty good compensation, too. So. <laughs> Continuing with our list, healing pandemic traumas opens the door to improve performance. So we've got a little bit of uh, emotional intelligence on the tip there, right? Absolutely. And making sure that you're not continuing to burn your employees out, um, even going as so far as to mandate that they take time off and that they're not working 70 hour work weeks. Say, no, we're, we're going back to 40 hour work weeks or 35 hours, um, four day weeks, whatever it is, but really making sure that uh, the management team is saying we have to make sure we take care of our employees because if we don't, another company might. Organizations will continue to push for DEI despite growing opposition. Uh, The next on the list is personalizing the employee support uh, process. It introduces new data risk. Something to consider. Yeah, Uh, using AI to help you figure out, okay, are my employees doing well? Hey, something's off about their productivity this week. Maybe they are having an emotional situation, a mental health situation. And um, how are we going to address this? Are the managers uh, trained to do that? Or are we going to have somebody in HR handling that? We also have uh, concerns about algorithmic bias prompting greater transparency and technical recruiting in the tech sectors. And Generation Z, the skills gap reveals a widespread erosion of social skills in the workforce. Those are the top nine for 2023. Back to you. 
Yeah, we definitely we're at this time in 2023 that we have um, historic challenges, you know, for competition for our our candidates and our current talent. And so now is not the time. This is what I want to say before we close out. Now is not the time to pull back your funding and your time and your HR um, of people and your management training to say, oh, well, you know, they'll take what we give them because other people are doing layoffs. There's more than enough jobs to go around because as we've, as we've mentioned on other podcasts is we simply have a shortage of human beings on the earth in 2023 and it is expected to continue that way moving forward with that said thanks for joining us we look forward to entertaining you and educating you on the next podcast series take care thank you for joining the hr empowerment podcast brought to you by aurora training advantage We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.